Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space. Out, space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy, and if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one. The Last Meeting, written by Alt Cipher. The lights were too bright. The air smelled artificial. The people were clustered around something. It's time we should be going, came a deep, rolling baritone voice behind him. He turned. Oh, he said, it's you. He faced a tall being in a black robe, its face lost in the darkness of the hood. The towering figure had more than a couple steps away. Yes, the hooded figure said, it's me. Now we must be off. I never understood why you had to be slightly British accent, he said. I mean, are you from Britain? I existed before the world, the hooded figure said. Britain did not come along until much later. So, uh, why the accent? It is what is expected, the hooded figure said. Some kind of customer service thing. If I had expected a small pink unicorn, then you would see a small pink unicorn, the hooded figure said. As it is, you expected an eight-foot-tall skeleton with a black robe and a deep baritone voice and a slightly British accent. What's the oddest one? Oddest? Yeah, he said. What's the weirdest thing that you've had to show up as? We do not have time for this, the hooded figure said. I beg to differ, he said. I now have all the time in eternity. What's the harm in a chat? I do not care for the way you said that. The hooded figure said, What? Chat? Yes, the hooded figure said. It seemed uh, defiant, disrespectful. Surely I'm not the first person who was less than thrilled to with all of this, he said. Of course not, the hooded figure said, but manners cost nothing. Manners? Really? That's what you want to talk about? Well, how about you leave and announce yourself before intruding on my time? Wouldn't that be the polite thing to do? That's not the way of things, the hooded figure said. My duties supersede politeness. I do not wait to be invited, nor do I await your convenience. Well, he said, at least we're past pretending that manners matter. The room was bustling. Electric tones whirred out of the problems. Orders were shouted from one person to the next. Tools and instruments were placed and used in the blink of an eye, but it all seemed a million miles away. I don't suppose it would do any good to appeal to your humanity, he said. I am not human, the hooded figure said. I have existed long before humans and shall remain long after them. I have no humanity to which you may appeal. Bargaining. Seems like I remember something about bargains or contests, he said. If I defeat you, then you have to leave me alone, for a while at least. Metaphors and fairy tales, the hooded figure said. Nothing more. I figured you were a metaphor, honestly, he said. Why shouldn't the rest of it be true as well? A fair question, the hooded figure said, but not true, unfortunately. He watched the room with the bright lights rushing people for a moment. 
This isn't the first time we've met, is it? He asked. No, it is not. He paused for a moment. What's it been? At least fifteen years. Approximately that, the hooded figure said. It's funny, he said. I didn't remember that until just now. You have thought this thing I could never forget. Your people have a remarkable facility for expunging the uncomfortable, the hooded figure said. Your minds automatically seal away those things that they cannot grasp. Mostly, he said, some people have to live with the horrors of their own minds. True enough, the hooded figure said, and you see how it affects them. So back then, all those years ago, he said, what happened? Why did you leave me here? The hooded figure did not answer. Was it something embarrassing, he asked. Is that why you won't tell me? If you do not remember, I cannot tell you, the hooded figure said. Well, that seems awfully convenient for you. We all live by rules, the hooded figure said. Funny choice of words, he said. I speak to be understood, not to entertain, the hooded figure said. It is time. What happens now? Come with me, the hooded figure said, raising one bony arm, draping it in a thick black fabric. One cannot be told, only shown. He reached up to take the hand, feeling a cold breeze wash over him. As he touched the fabric, a thousand things happened at once. He grabbed the fabric and pulled hard with everything he had in him. A sudden force unbalanced the hood figure momentarily, just enough for him to latch onto all of the giant to the ground. They both went down in a heap and tangle of limbs. He was up first and the hooded figure struggled to right itself under the heaved robe. He launched a kick to the undefined mass of writhing black fabric at his feet. He felt his foot connect and the stub of pain shoot through his leg. He didn't care. He threw a kick after kick at the shape on the ground. When his legs were worn out to be effective, he began raining down blows with his fists. He felt his fingers go numb. He felt his arms rattle with each impact. Still, he did not care. When all his rage had been spent, he knelt down and picked up the prostrate form of the thick wooden collar. Did you think I'd give up? Did you think that I would go quietly? Did you? You did not go quietly last time, the hooded figure rasped. What? And still bleeding. His legs still shook, his lungs still burned, but all he could think of was the words of the hooded figure. We have met before, the hooded figure said. A few times I was close to you, but you turned away at the last moment. There was another time, like this one, where we met and talked. It was sixteen years ago, wasn't it? It was like this. Roughly, yes, the hooded figure said. He dropped the well-wrapped bag of bones and sank back onto his knees and collapsed onto the bottom. How did I not remember? Your kind don't. What does that mean? Are you trying to be cryptic or you just suck communication? It means, the hooded figure said, that I will eventually meet every one of your people for the last time, but some... Some I meet several times before the last time. You are one of those. Your minds cannot hold that memory, I suppose, for none of you have ever recognized me a second time. Perhaps it is some sort of defense. Tell me about these others, he said, hushed and curious instead of riotous and rage-fueled, the ones that meet you multiple times. They, uh, 
Rudpiga said, They only have one thing in common that I have ever found. Otherwise, they are from every region, across every era, rich, poor, young, old, man and woman, brave and scared. There is no other commonality. And what is that commonality? They fight. The hooded figures said they fight until they are so exhausted they cannot move, and yet they fight on. They are defined by the fight within them. They fight with all they have left, but they will give every bit of it. But no one can fight forever, he said. No, the hooded figures said. I do eventually win, but it may be quite some time. You and your kind must win every match, while I only have to win once. Each of you will eventually lose to me. He stood up, pulling himself to his feet, feeling his rage still burning inside of him. Yeah, that may be, he said, as he ambled over to the hooded figure, still lying quietly. But today isn't your win, jerk. He said he brought a huge foot crashing down on the center of the cowl, hearing bones crunch and a deform under him. He felt a thousand knives shoot up into his foot as he stomped, but he did not care. He would lose the fight eventually. He knew that, uh, not today, and not now. Here and now, this was his win. End of story. Story number two. Humans are weird. Pardon me. Written by Betty Adams. Pardon me, human friend, Lachance. Twistunder began as he approached the human at the edge of the joint recreational pool. Huh? The sound was listed as general recognition of non-threatening disturbance continued to communicate. Repeat previous communication attempt. There was quite a lot of meaning to imprint into one tone, and Twistunter was rather fascinated with the idea, but he was here for a different and potentially more offensive set of questions. Pardon me, human friend Lachance, Twistunter began again. May I intrude on your meditation time? My what now? Lachance asked, his face twisting into a perplexed and relaxed confusion. You are reading and meditating over the thoughts in that book. Twistunder indicated to the woven mass of rustling linoleum. Yeah, the human said, and he examined the book, and his face smoothed over in surprise, his strips flashing alternating colors. I guess that's what I'm doing. What was your question? I asked, uh, Twistunder repeated, if I might intrude. Intrude away, little buddy, human friend Lachance said cheerfully. Taking that as a full invitation, Twistunder quickly scrambled out of the water and onto the rock the human was sitting on, and up onto the twin broad mobile appendages. Twistunder marveled anew at the tightly bound masses of muscles under the thick and rough outer membrane. It was easy to believe that the human could race across the ground in a fantastic six uns per second. Human friend Lachance let out a rumble from deep in his chest as it was called a chuckle as Twistunder settled over his primary apprentice joints. I have a question, Twistunder began, making sure to angle his primary gripping end at the human friend Lachance's face. It is a question that might be offensive. We're both scientists, Lachance replied, twisting his face to reveal his broad enameled teeth. I doubt I'll be offended. I wish to ask the meaning of that physical word you just used, Twisanda said. I used a physical word, human friend Lachance said in surprise. Yes, Twisanda explained. So what made you think of it may be offensive? 
Human friend Lachance asked. It was very similar to a poem prayer, Twist Hunter answered, displaying a motion with an appendage. Well, not offended, but then again not very Catholic either, human friend Lachance said with a laugh. And I certainly wasn't praying just now, physically or otherwise. Can you show me what I did? Twist under, bobbed his head, primary gripping, and eagerly up and down in confirmation. You did this, he said. He arched his body up, gripping human friend Lachance's kneecaps for support, and stiffened into his best approximation of a bipedal form. He lifted one primary gripping appendage, and lightly tapped the top of his head, then his face, then his chest. Human friend Lachance burst out laughing so that hard that Twist Under had to drop back down and grip with both his legs to avoid falling off. When the laughter subsided, human friend Lachance reached out and pat him on the friendly gesture. Not meant to be a communication, bud, he said cheerfully. It's more of an internal reaction to circumstances. Twins thunder dropped in disappointment and human friend Lachance patted him again. But I can translate it for you as a communication anyway. Human friend Lachance assured him. He stiffened at the first gesture. Hey, I need my glasses, he said. You know what glasses are, right? Artificial light focal point generators made for various crystalline substances. Twistunder replied. Yep. So then, he touched the top of his head. Are they on my head? No. Well, maybe I put them on my eyes and just forgot. He touched the wide bones over his eyes. Nope. Well, maybe I hung them on my neck. He touched his chest. Nope. I guess I left them at home. No biggie. The human ceased his explanation and smiled down at his friend and patted him. That explain it for you, bud? He asked. It is an external diagnostic, Twistunder observed. Pretty much, human friend Lachance said with a shrug. Thank you, human friend Lachance, Twistunder said. The undulate settled down on the human's legs as Lachance leaned back and resumed reading. Writing up reports about human behavior was fine and all, but sunning on top of a warm mammalian muscles was something worth doing too. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode, and I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.